Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi there, and welcome to Oaktown Boys, uh, Season 3, Episode 20. Um, some good, some bad. <laughs> Things are happening. We're not exactly winning every baseball game. Things are happening, and there's something to be said for that. You know, We have like we won a series this week. We did, and which is very for exciting. For the longest time, that was all we wanted. Yeah, and we've done that kind of a couple times recently. They win series. So, you know, like, what are you going to do? How upset can you be about that? They're, they they sandbagged us so hard that there's, like, no way that we could even be disappointed with that remotely right now. If they had but, simply won today, they would have gone 1-1-1 one, one, and one in the three series. They would have won one, lost one, and tied one. But that's not how it would have If they would have done that all year, we'd be in a much better position than we're in right now. Yeah, we'd be um, 500-esque. Anyways, even, even with, that um, way. there's some good stuff to talk about, even if we didn't win today. I still, I, there were some positives from today. Anyway, but we'll get that later. Positives in general from this week, and we'll, we'll slowly but surely get to those, but let's start with the Twins sweeping the A's. Not uh, really that. Again, not like, that. honestly, it doesn't even feel like a sweep, like, we didn't get destroyed, you know? No. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Harping on that same point we brought up at the first, at the start of last episode, just like, as long as they're not getting skunked every day, it doesn't feel that bad so anymore. No. Um. So yeah, they lost five to four. I wonder if this was the last Fuji day. Could have been. It was a, it was a big day for the pitching staff. Waldachuk, Pruitt, Felipe, Long, Ersig, Mole, and Fujinami all pitched. Days lost five to four. <laughs> uh, this must have been the major league debut. I don't know how I didn't think of that Im- immediately, but must have been the debut game for Soderstrom and Geloff. I believe so, it was. This was a very exciting night for A's fans. Um, not much happened with those two. Geloff did get his first big league hit, a double, which was high off the right center field wall. Barely missed going out. Mm-hmm. He really got a hold of it. And aside from that, <clears throat> not much to say. One hit from seven different A's, mm-hmm. uh, including doubles from Peterson and Kemp and a triple from Langliers. But they just didn't quite have enough juice 
to overcome the two runs surrendered by Fujinami in the uh, in the ninth and the ace off no. five four. And that is, you know, that's sort of a developing theme this year. Just not quite having enough gas. And that's what happened in this game. But it was good. I mean, I the uh, Zach Geloff power to, like, right, the opposite field, like, right center, is uh, something that's popped up a couple times now. And I am very much okay with it continuing to pop up. It's a great sign. It means he's gonna put good at putting good swings on the ball. As we will discuss, he's off to a pretty decent start. In the next game, he got his first big league triple. Um, the A's lost this game 10-7. But not through lack of trying. Um, Noda and Brown each homered. Um, did they? No. Did they go back-to-back? I don't think they did. No. Nope. Blade got on base in between. Yeah. Geloff got two stolen bases. Man, he's a he's a well-rounded individual. He is, he's got some pop. He's got some speed. Um, he seems to you know see the ball pretty well. We're going to be we talking had, about him plenty. We had some of our more favorite pitchers go this day. One of which we haven't seen in a very long time. Freddie Tarnock. Absolutely. Didn't do great, but he did pitch, and that is better than nothing. He had two and two thirds innings. Gave up two hits, two runs. Struck out two, walked three, gave up one bomb. Hogan Harris pitched two. We love Hogan. Not a, not such a great day for Hogan, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, too many walks. Four. And that seems to be his big issue. I mean, that's the big issue for the whole pitching staff, that and getting hit incredibly hard. Yeah. Yeah, but if they did. If the, if the, getting if hit the walks and the so home runs were better. No, which is walks. good. Yeah, and he had a little bit of bad luck. You know, like, as you said, not all of those balls were, like, totally hammered. So, um, and I think, you know, these are, these are, these conversations, too, also bring up that the defense just isn't that good. So some of these things end up hits, and maybe with better people on defense, some of them wouldn't be hits, you know? Um, but anyway, yeah, it's still not a great day of pitching regardless, mm. regardless of what was going on on defense. Oh, man, the next day, a very familiar 5-4 to four loss. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I think, as we've mentioned before, these one run, the amount of one-run losses that they're experiencing would be killing me if this was, if they were, like, anywhere close to good, you know? Season. Yeah. Because it is Sears a little day, crazy. J.P. Sears' day didn't go as planned. He did fine, actually, looking back at it. No walks, seven strikeouts, three runs, four um, hits. Long ball still a problem, but it was um, uh, yeah. To the two home runs hurt. Urseg kind of imploded again. Man, yeah. when he has a bad day, he just doesn't get anybody out. Yeah. Oh, here's it, another there's, Fuji there's, day. This must have. This must have been the last Fuji day. This Fuji could have been. I thought, for those who do not know. Yes, uh, I thought it was. I thought it was against the Twins. So I agree. I thought it was the last one, but this could be it. Um. But anyway, yeah, Urseg is Urseg is a little a uh, little too much Jekyll and Hyde right now, you know. Um, when he's good, he's really good. But when he's bad, yeah, you said it, man. He is not good at all. This is um, at least the second outing in a couple of weeks where he's gotten nobody out and given up multiple runs. Yeah, and I think you know the only reason this line wasn't uglier is because they just pulled him earlier than when they pulled him last time. So 
Um, but yeah, Galoff was good. Galoff was good again. Two hits, Two more hits. a double. Um, yeah, loving him. Soderstrom, Soderstrom had a hit and a walk. Um, at this point, he was looking pretty good. Um, we will discuss how he has started to struggle a little bit. Um, Small sample size and all that. Jordan Diaz hit a ding dong. He did indeed. He's looking okay. He is looking okay indeed. And I have recently been reminded he is 22 years old. And I'm also very excited for him to just play for the rest of the year. You know, I wonder if that'll I wonder if that'll cure some of his ails. If he just knows that he's going to play every day for the next few months, you know. Yeah, that never hurts anybody. <clears throat> On to the next series, which was a lot more fun. It's always fun to beat the Red Sox. First game didn't go so hot, though. Lost 7-0. Almost got no hit. Uh, lo and behold, Brian Noda broke up the no-no. Yeah. I, I think fairly early on, happened. right? I think it was I think it was like first or second inning. Yeah, in fact, what I'm saying makes no sense now that we talk it out because, you know. Well, they, I mean, they, so uh, they, only up, they only ended up. They only ended up with one hit. And three walks, so four base runners, eighteen strikeouts. Nick Pavetta, six no hit innings following an opener with two walks. Struck He's got out a 13. freaking franchise record for a lever of strikeouts in a game. Not great. Yeah, just kind of a listless um, appearance from the offense. Yeah, wrote note of the hit. Got off with a walk. Cody Thomas was a walk. Well, I like Cody Thomas. We'll talk about Cody Thomas. We like Cody later. Thomas. I wasn't I really like expecting Thomas. to like Cody Thomas, but I do like him. <clears throat> Me too. Um, so, yeah, 7 nothing. Got mowed down a little bit. Not very fun. No. Um, next then, game was eight, super awesome. One, three, zero. And then we mowed them down. Um, Luis Medina was amazing. Um, Ryan Noda also in this game homered and doubled after taking a ball off the chin in warm-ups and breaking his jaw. What happened in warm-ups? Um, yeah, yeah, he was taking ground balls in warm-ups, and it, one just popped up and got him. Wow. So he homered, he homered and doubled with a broken jaw. That's incredible. Which is I didn't cool. know that part. Yeah. Um, and Luis Medina was pretty sick. He seems to have really, really found something. And, uh, you know, I mean, he's the second guy this year after uh, J.P. Sears to seem to have really found something. But, man, Medina's a little bit more electric than Sears is when he's on, you know. Totally. Um, J.J. Bleday had a good day at the plate. He <clears throat> hit a mega tater. He did. Two-run home run. And... For some reason, I thought he did a lot more this game, but he's just looking pretty good at the plate lately. Sitting yeah, I mean, hard, I think we'll we'll talk bat. more about it later. He's he's he does quite a few more things, I think, in between this game and where we are right now, also. So we're gonna have more chances to talk about him. But he's been hitting. He has been. He's been taking his walks, and when he when he has seen mistakes, he's been crushing them pretty consistently, which is awesome. Um, but yeah, a win, three nothing win. Got three holds and a save in this game. Wow. Another Fuji day, so it's still not the last Fuji appearance. Maybe this was Trevor May. One. Trevor May is Trevor May is 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 fixed seemingly. He's yeah. looking great. I watched his most recent 
vlog today, and Mackie mm-hmm. fell in love with him. She's like, wow, this guy's amazing. He is. He's so nice. It's why we were so excited when they signed him. You know? Yeah, in his um, vlog, he's just, like, giving out cookies to all the security guards and stuff. It's good stuff. I mean, I he seems like a guy that might have a good time being an A still, you know? Even he if also, the things aren't going perfectly. He went on John Boy Media and said uh, closing out the boycott game is the top three moment in his career. So that's pretty well, cool. it was pretty. It was. It was. It was a pretty cool moment to watch as a fan. I'm not gonna lie. It was. You know. Um. So, but that's nice to hear. That is very nice to hear. Actually, I agree with him. I, I'm glad it was because it was. Yeah, it was, a, it was a big moment for me as a fan. Um. So okay, three nothing win. And then, what did we do, Corey? We back won to back again. Wins. And JJ Bleday homered again. That's what, along with his friends Cody Thomas and Jace of. Peterson. It was a two-run homer party, dude. When the first, second, and fourth. Um, yeah, it's one of those Bleday, games uh, where you hit so many home runs, and then the opponent starts creeping back up on you, and you're like, "How can we possibly lose? We've hit three home runs." Yeah, and then you're just like, "I guess we need to hit more home runs, right? Like that's the only solution." <laughs> but they didn't. They just they, they decided to stick with their three two-run bombs and see if it would hold. And it did. It did. It did hold. It um, did get a lot Arce, of hits throughout the day. They got 10 hits, but yeah, they couldn't push any more across. Jordan Diaz with two hits. Tony Kemp with two hits. Um, Cody Thomas, as we said, homered, had another hit. Jace Peterson walked twice. Um, you see JJ Bode's OPS there up to 726. That number is okay. Every, all things considered. It's over you know? 700. Yeah. Um, and it might even be higher now. It was at 7.26 at this game. But, um, yeah, overall, pitched pretty well, I guess. Waldachuk was Waldachuk, you know. I mean, he he's going to have to really show me something before I start to believe that he has a whole other level that he can get to, you know. I'm not sure I even – I'm not sure I really even see starting pitcher in his future at the moment. He has not been very Seems good. Seems like a long shot to be a four, <clears throat> four or five guy. He's been pretty bad. Pretty bad. But you never know. I, there are some similarities I see between him and Sean and I, actually. Like, if he just could sharpen things up a little bit, it'd be a totally True. different story. He does throw. He has kind of weird arm action, and he, he can throw pretty hard sometimes. So, you know, there is some stuff there. He got drafted. You know, I mean, there's, there's got, he's got to have something going on. But not recently, honestly. Is this, um, is this one of those... Did Felipe come in to help the mess that Ursig created? Am I remembering yes. this correctly? I think yes. Felipe had a pretty decent appearance. We haven't yes. talked much I... about Angel Felipe. He's 25 years I remember, old. I remember we talked about him when he made his debut, for sure. Uh, they, like we talked about him a little bit. Not, not a ton, but we did talk about him. Um, there is n- but... nothing to be mad about his body of work with the A so far. No, he's been better than better. He's off to a better start than Fuji was when he started with us. You know, through five games, he's pitched six point one innings, given up two hits, one earned run, four walks, six strikeouts. Keep it up. We're here for you, on Hill. Yep, and that was the Red Sox series. We beat Boston. Boy, does that feel good. It then, does. That's a wonder. That's a fun series win. Then the Astros came to town. And yep. we were real excited to hopefully beat the Astros. But we were so ready for a four-game sweep. Didn't work out that way. 
No. Uh, JP France decided to do his best uh, ace impression, and he did a pretty good job. Seven and innings. Pumped us up pretty good. Out five. Gave up one run. Hogan Harris also did his best. Six innings, struck out six, gave up two. And then Freddie Tarnock came in for the last three, had a pretty good go at it, only gave up one. And no no walks from Hogan Harris is huge for me in Absolutely. this game. You know? And yep. this is such a good this is such a good lineup. And he did great. You know. Like he if he if he can keep it up, if he can do this two or three more times, then I'm really starting to think Sears, Medina, Harris. Like in pen. There's something there. Years. There's something there. Yep. So, um, but you know, offense didn't have much. No. Just a double from Brown and a double from Geloff and a few more scattered singles. But it's nice Gelof to see is, the extra Gelof continues Gelof yep. continues to be the man, even in small exactly. ways. You know? Um, I agree with that. The extra base hits are awesome. Specifically um, from Geloff is what I was thinking. Yes. Um, yes. next day, a JP we got what, day. Friday? Yep. We lost 6-4. Um, but this game was way better. This game, um, Mackie's brother, Colin, and Grandpa Lester were sitting right behind home plate. So it was pretty sweet. We got to watch them during the whole game. Took a lot of pictures yeah, and we with could, them. We found them early, and we watched them often. They were they totally were right there, which was very cool. I think there were two or three people to the left of home plate, right behind the, mm-hmm. right behind the backstop. Uh, second time we've got to see Colin do that. The first time I believe it was 2018 or 2019, and Matt Chapman hit a walk off against Cleveland, maybe. I believe so. Yeah, Sounds right. Um, Kyle we were living vicariously through them. Who did? Oh yes, Kyle Tucker homer three times, which was. Yeah, you know, not great. Kind of cool to see, but wish it could have been any other player against any other team type of deal. Yeah, uh, JP we have no bad feelings for Kyle Tucker. It's not like it was Alex Bregman, no. you know. No, no, Kyle Tucker is actually. I remember Kyle Tucker actually being one of one of the first dudes who kind of like came up, and I was like, ah, I don't think I can really be mad at him, you know. Like him and Jordan Alvarez. I'm salty that they're, yeah. they're on the Astros, but they're really cool. Yeah, they are very, very cool. Um, and J.P. Sears did not have it today. He gave yeah. up three homers, five runs, only struck out one. He can't be amazing every time. There are going to be some growing pains. Overall, he's still awesome. He's still maybe my favorite day of the whole season. So he's allowed to have an off day every once in a while. I suppose that's okay. This might have been the A's debut of <clears throat> Taylor Scott. Claimed Which didn't, didn't go perfectly. Claimed from the Red Sox. We'll see. We'll see what he has to offer. Um, yeah. Numbers aren't great so far, from what I can tell. There's a reason he's no. being passed around. That's true. Um, one other thing to note, Tony Kemp out of the leadoff spot did a great job in this game. He's Got been looking good out of the leadoff spot. He's been looking much more lively. Yep. Two hits, including a nice hustle double to start things off. Uh, two games left to discuss here. We got a four to one victory that happened. Go off first homer. 
including a two-for-three day from Geloff with a walk and his first big league homer, which we alluded to earlier was a bomb to right center. Mm-hmm. And he just has the sweetest-looking swing we've seen maybe from anybody on the A's in, like, a couple of years. The willingness Definitely to go from opera, a rookie in a while. Yeah. yeah. The willingness to take it to the other field. Man, we've been begging for someone to do that. Yep, it's a very advanced approach. It's a wonderful thing to watch. Power. Yes. He did get caught stealing, but that's okay. He tried. Yeah. Do it again. I don't care. Yep. Seth Brown also homered. Love a nice brownie bomb. Um, yeah, Blackburn was good. Maybe a few too many walks, but still was fine. And this is the one. This is the other side of the coin for Urseg. Here he is. Yeah. Four Ks through two. One hit. And one hit. That's it. Yeah. So, if he can do that a lot more often than he does the other thing, then we have a very solid reliever on our hands, I think. Pruitt came in at a pretty crucial moment for Blackburn. Shut things down mm-hmm. for two-thirds of an inning. Got awarded the win for that. I think Austin Pruitt has proven himself a major league reliever this year. Definitely. He has earned a spot in the bullpen. Maybe the last spot. <laughs> yeah. Not that so that's, right now, not that that's not that that's not that that's a super illustrious thing for him to have gotten a spot in the A's bullpen this year, but he has one. So. Another save from Trevor May. Uh, mm-hmm. Two walks, two Ks. Maybe the most Trevor May 2023 stat line of all time. It'll work though. I'll take Just it. get the save, but also walk with no, you guys along the way. Yeah, I mean, I've come to expect it to be honest, but it works. It works. Today, it works. It works today. Today was a pretty decent game. The A's had the lead after six, two to one. Gave up a run, tied it up at seven. Going into the ninth, two-two ball game. Uh, Chad Smith on the bump. Welcome back, Chad Smith. He got a sweet little uh, strike him out, throw him out, double play thingy. Yep. It was kind of weird. Uh, whoever was trying to steal second stopped trying to steal second, and it became a slight little pickle thing. Yeah, what's um, his name? Jeremy Pena, I believe. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, there were two outs. It's looking good. And then freaking Mauricio Dubon, huh? And then by Dubon. A tater. Decides to hit a big one. And that was it. The A's had nothing going in the bottom of the ninth, and the series was over. So, they were this close my to parents were, My parents were at the game, actually. Oh, I didn't realize J.J. Bladet hit a home run today. He did, the first inning. Yeah, he's starting to get locked in a little bit. Yeah, this is. I'll take all the more two for three days with a homer and a walk from him, for sure. But yeah, well, it was loss. A, it was a long week. We apologize for uh, our setback here, but I was on a business trip this week, and... Things just didn't quite work out till tonight. There were some things going on. There were some things going on. What were, speaking of things, what was your moment of the week out of all those things? The Geloff opposite field home run. It felt like the, it felt like the culmination of like his arrival. You know, like there was, he had shown like a little bit of pop and he had gone to the opposite field and he almost hit it out. And it was, you know, he was kind of like, there were breadcrumbs leading you to maybe it was going to be a pretty impressive one. And then as soon as he hit it, it was like, oh, like, that's what we're looking for. 
Like you yeah. said, like it's exactly what we're looking for. So, yeah. I mean, uh, basically, Zach go off in general, basically, really, but that moment specifically for sure. Yeah, my my moment is the debut game for them, Geloff and Soderstrom. Maybe the most mm-hmm. excited I've felt about an A's game since that like seven game win streak earlier this year in the mm-hmm. boycott. Um and Geloff had a nice opposite field double in that game, which is almost his first big league home run. So pretty cool moment there. And I'm just very excited that they're playing and it doesn't seem like they're gonna be sent back down anytime soon. Which is nice. Yeah. So let's uh let's take a little bit of a deeper dive into those dudes. So so far through uh oops, through eight games, Zach Geloff has already contributed point four war. That's not nothing. He's got a one fifty eight OPS plus, uh including a two seventy six batting average, three sixty four on base, nine fifteen OPS. Which roughly is what he's been doing in the minors this whole time. Kind of no reason to believe this is even a fluke, even though it's a tiny sample size. Right. He's got he's already got a notch in like every column on his baseball ref, including triples, home runs, stolen bases, cost stealing. Um he's doing it all. He's playing the game and he looks good doing it. He looks very comfortable out there. He is twenty three. He's turning 24 pretty soon. He's born in 1999 wow. in Delaware. Uh, Tyler Soderstrom is even younger. He's 21. He's on average seven years younger than the rest of Major League Baseball. So keep that in mind. But so far, he's not having the luck Gale off is. Through eight games, he's only got three hits, uh, three walks, ten strikeouts, no extra base hits. He's got an OPS of 334. So he's got some work to do, but he's also catching. Um, I saw a little article today about how Luis Medina and Tyler Soderstrom are like excited to be playing together again, be a unit, be a battery. Uh, so clearly, he's got a little bit of uh, a reputation with the pitchers as someone that they like to throw to. Right. Yeah, and we've talked about it a bit. Like, how do you... How do you make use of a guy like Soderstrom who can catch, but he's also supposed to be a great hitter? You don't see it too often in, in Major League Baseball. Like a, a truly talented hitter stuck behind the dish. You got JT Real Muto, you got Sean Murphy. Beyond that, it's not a lot of it. So it'll be it's interesting true, to see why, how handle the, the development. It's why it's worth, and it's why it's worth being very patient and seeing if he can get it all figured out because if so, he's going to be incredibly valuable, you know, and he's at the major leagues catching and trying to hit at 21. Color me impressed regardless of what the numbers look like on paper. You know, that is an achievement in and of itself that they think highly enough of him that they're allowing him to try and do those things. Um, I'm I'm excited about, I mean, I'm really excited about both of them. And I'm extra excited that Geloff seems to be taking it all completely in stride. You know? Yeah, Geloff um, speaking of... has, has done well. I think playing for Team... is Was it Team Israel? Uh, yes, yes. In the, in the WBC, probably. 
did well to boost his confidence to be around big leaguers. I think the A's, they kind of rushed him up, but not too quickly. I, I think it was handled very well, and we will see how it translates. I think the personnel development department deserves a pat on the back for him, for sure. Yeah. You know, like that was whoever was in charge of the rate at which he was promoted was right. You know, he's he's been ready at every level, and he seems to be ready to be a major leaguer, which is earlier than I think we thought it might happen. I thought he might be like a 25 in the majors guy. Um, but well, this we is were definitely preparing ourselves not to see these guys this year. Yes, so it's awesome. That's, you know, like regardless of results, it's awesome that they're up. And one yeah. of them is hitting the cover off the ball. So that's good news. Playing a pretty mean second base. Yeah, we need a second baseman, you know. I mean, it's not going to be Tony Kemp long term, so it's got to be someone, you know. So why not Zach Goff? Why not? The A's are making some subtle moves, slowly but surely. They have made their first real trade of the season. The A's traded Shintaro Fujinami to the Orioles for minor league reliever named Easton Lucas. Top-tier baseball name, first name Easton. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a straight up one for one swap. Um, you know the Fuji era didn't go so great. Um, no. it, it was a pretty minimal risk. One year, three point two five million, and it just didn't quite work out. He clearly has great stuff, um, but the location to say that it is lacking would be very kind. Yeah, I think the nicest thing that we can say about him is that he's inconsistent. Yep. He throws hard and he's inconsistent. Um, so yeah, Pretty I mean, sure I'm not promptly gave up two runs in each of his first outings with the Orioles. So it's, it's not up. like he has immediately become like a excellent version of himself with another team. No. Um, um, and Easton Lucas has an interesting profile. I am not too displeased with this he uh let's see where is he at 26 years old split time between double a and triple a this year over a combined about 30 innings pitched he's got a 2.73 era with a very good 31.9 percent strikeout rate which which i will say is higher than fuji's over his best stretch this year and uh, a decent 9.5 percent walk rate which is i think about 1% higher than Fuji has been over his like recent month-long stretch of not being terrible. Um, and holding... I can guarantee you it was much higher than that oh, during the yeah. ugly time. I'm sure, I'm sure it was up in the 15 to 20% range. Yeah. Um, and he's holding left-handers to a very meager 200, 265, 378 batting line. So I'm sure that we're going to see him real soon. Um, he's going to be eligible for the Rule 5 draft if he's not added to the 40-man roster by the end of the season, and there's just absolutely no reason not to see what he can do. So be on the lookout for Easton Lucas to make an appearance in a game any day now, probably in the next week or two. Welcome to Oakland, Easton. I hope you um, stick. Speaking of welcome to Oakland, Cody Thomas. Cody, Cody Thomas, Thomas has made himself present. He has He's been doing just fine. He looks like he might be a decent hitter. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, 
Melissa Lockhart has been singing his praises for years about what he's done in the minor leagues. And he has certainly earned the opportunity. I mean, so far this year in AAA, he had a 943 OPS, including 17 home runs. Um, in 10 games with the A's so far, he's got a 318 average, 400 on base, 546 slug. That's a 946 OPS. Virtually matches what he's done in AAA. Yeah, and he's uh, in the midst doubles. of a nice little. Uh, he's in the midst of a nice little five-game hit streak, also. Yeah, and I there's just something about the way he swings, which it's just a little different than everybody else. And I never know, never know if that's going to be a good thing or a bad thing. Um, but it's it's a thing, and it's kind of fun to, to watch for. He he seems to have kinda, it working for him too. It's it's like his bat is the heaviest bat ever made, and he just slings it around. Yeah. But it, Somehow doing that, he still manages to have decent control over the barrel. Yeah, and it's like it's a, it seems like one of those things where like if he makes contact, it's gonna go forever. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like he's got so much leverage on every swing. Yeah, and it looks funky. It looks like he's gonna roll over every pitch, but he doesn't. He still manages to hit the ball to the other side of the infield. He does indeed. So the jury, you know, still out. On Cody Thomas, will he be a successful big leaguer? Who knows. Um, but the track this league, year is a good year for us to give him a shot. The track record is there in the minors, and I wouldn't mind seeing it pan out. Um, but we got uh, a new we, little game today, right? We have a new segment. Um, so it's nothing groundbreaking for sure, but I'm going to toss some kind of some more like analytical heavy, some more traditional. I'm just gonna kind of throw a stat line at Corey. I'm gonna throw two stat lines at Corey without telling them who the people are, and then I'm gonna have him pick which one he thinks he would rather have on his team. It's gonna be one season from one player and a different season from a different player. They're not gonna be the same. They may end up being the same year sometimes, but that's not like a part of it. It doesn't have to be the same year. If that does, it's so if they're if it is, ends up being the same year, totally incidental. These two are not the same year. Two different players, two different seasons. Just giving you a line. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, player A. Um, hard hit percentage of 38.6. Uh, isolated power of 0.236. Home run percentage of 5.4%. 27 homers, 22 doubles. Player B, hard hit percentage of 40.3%, isolated power of 0.183, homer percentage 3.5%, 20 homers, 32 doubles. Hmm. This is difficult. Um... Similar seasons, such similar seasons, in fact, also entirely incidental. In looking these up, after I picked these two guys in these two seasons, their OPS pluses were both exactly 123 for wow. these seasons. Well, that, I guess that both makes it harder, but also makes me feel better. It's like I can't really go wrong, right? Yeah, there's um, no there's no bad choice. So, if I was to think about this from like a, like a, I forget what, like a Keeper's League perspective, like not, not only do I want them this season, but I want them in the future. Mm-hmm. 
I think I'm going player B. She's got a harder, a better hard hit rate, albeit only by two-ish percent. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would like to believe that any lack of power he will make up for at some point just by figuring out how to put a little bit more loft under the ball. Um, right. But I love the 32 doubles. I mean, <laughs> technically got a few more extra base hits than the other guy. Absolutely. And I don't know. I guess I love a nice hard hit rate. I feel like sometimes you get lucky. Sometimes you get lucky with home runs. And it's true. Sometimes it could have been. Sometimes there is a strong correlation between doubles and homers for sure. You know, I would rather have a guy. Hard hit balls. I think I'd rather have a guy that hits the ball harder more often than a guy that just hits more home runs. So I, I guess I'm going to player B. But yeah, as you already said, pretty similar. Often. Okay. Do you have? Any I know guesses? that this is super random. Do you have any guesses? Um, they're not. They're not. Give me a season. Um, player A. The season is 2017. And player B. The season is 2015. Mm, and they're not A's, right? No. Um, let's see. 2017A, I'm going to say, was Cole Calhoun. It's a good guess. It was Scooter Jeanette. Scooter Jeanette, huh? Man. Mm-hmm. Is that the year he hit four home runs in one game? It was, I believe. Yes. <laughs> I was not expecting it to be Scooter Jeanette. And player what B about player B? From 2015. Mm-hmm. Alex Gordon. Also a very good guess, but Adam Lind. Oh, damn, dude. I haven't thought about that redheaded guy in a long time. Adam Lind. A true a good Canadian-looking fellow. Like, I don't know if he was, Absolutely. but just the fact that he played on the Blue Jays. Mm-hmm. For quite a while. Just looked like he could be a lumberjack. Had a had a great season in two thousand nine with the Blue Jays actually. Nine thirty two OPS, forty six doubles, thirty five homers. OPS plus at one forty one. When he was on, he was on. But yeah, so that's a new that's a new thing we're trying to do. We're not a hundred percent tied to it, but we may try it. Um and we got to do the fantasy. We we we're we've been sitting on this fantasy matchup for a while now. Yes, we neglected to discuss this due to the All Star break. Um, but going into the All Star break, Dan and I made some picks, and he definitely picked, made the better ones. <laughs> I picked Francisco Lindor and Sandy Alcantara. Oh, oh, I was I was thinking I don't know if we ever discussed like how we did with our picks prior to the break prior to the break maybe we did. Uh, oh no no you're right we didn't oh no 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 you're right we didn't you're right we didn't I'm I'm getting ahead a week. Okay so I picked Bailey Ober and Mickey Moniak. Bailey Ober got me twenty point nine and Mickey Moniak got me twenty seven point seven for a cool total of what is that forty eight point six. 
Mickey Moniac the Maniac. And I yes, went indeed. with Sonny Gray and Anthony Rizzo for a whopping combined total of 13. Sonny Gray Not had a bad, bad outing. He did. And Rizzo's been... Rizzo actually homered and doubled today, so he may be getting back on track, but he's been struggling a little bit for sure. Ever since he got... Ever since he bonked his head on Fernando Tatis' knee. Well, those roided out knees will get you. <laughs> <laughs> um, new picks. Okay. Francisco Lindor and Alcantara for you. I'm going... Those are my picks. Josh Jung and Blake Snell. Snell's cooking with gas right now. Yeah, it'll be interesting because, again, we thought of these picks approximately eight to nine days ago. <laughs> so the, the landscape has shifted a little bit. Going to stick with oh, them, though. We're going to stick with them, yeah. We'll see how it goes. Um, in other news, Dan and I have made a sweet fantasy trade. We have and indeed we have, one of my favorite ones of all time. We have a pretty epic week-and-a-half-long matchup that I presumably am coming out on top of after today. You did. You won by, I think, about 100. It was it it was the fantasy matchup that, like, um, straddled the all-star break. So it ended up being, I think, like 11 days or something like that, 12 days instead of a week. Um, so, yeah, we got some extra days. It was pretty close. My Both of our pitchers were doing pretty bad for a stretch of time. And then Corey's got it together a little bit better than mine did. So he yep. got me. But we're both still looking pretty good in terms of playoffs in that league. So it's all just kind of about maintaining at this point. But the first uh, – did we play earlier in the year? We must have, right? I think we did. Uh, um, yeah. This was definitely the most epic matchup, though. The trade we lined up, though. Pretty sweet. Uh, I'm sending you Randy. Randy Rosarena. You're sending me J-Rod. And then, additionally, you're sending me Luzardo, and I'm giving you Lucas Giolito. Who both pitched very well today. Today, yep. In their last outings as members of our fantasy teams. I think Randy and Jose also had pretty decent days. This yeah, I know Jose sold. I know, I know Julio stole a bag. I think he might have hit a home run today or yesterday. Anywho, we're very excited, and feels like a very nice even trade. Yeah, and we'll keep you updated on how that works out, obviously. But yeah, it feels pretty even. Um, and other than that, a little bit of a longer one because we had some things to catch up on, but I think that might be all that we have for this week. I think it's just time to see what we got next. We got two against the Giants. Oh, we got a double off day week. Freaking lame. Uh, two games set against the Giants Tuesday and Wednesday, including the... The Unite the Bay boycott game. It'll be very, very important. interesting to see how that goes. I mean, heck, I'm feeling decent about it. I, we know enough Giants fans to know that they, you know, they have respect for the A's and they tend to want, you know, they want us to be happy. <laughs> they want the A's yeah. to stay, I think. So. Well, and the Giants has an organization released a statement today saying that the A's were an integral part of. The- both the East Bay, obviously, and the Bay Area. So solidarity is very important, and we need all the help that we can get right now. Um, so shout out Giants fans. Thanks, guys. We appreciate it. Let's keep the movement going. Yeah. Uh, and then after that, three in Denver against the Rockies, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So it's going to be a kind of a weird week, a little bit of a interleague-type week. Um, Playing in Colorado maybe a chance for Soderstrom to – 
put some balls into orbit a little bit, get himself going. And don't forget that he's from Turlock, so playing in San Francisco will also be fun for him, I would assume. It's true, some family there, probably. Yep. Oh, and then after that, we get the Dodgers, and then the Giants again. Okay, it's going to be an interesting two weeks here. Um, not exactly a friendly slate against the Giants and the Dodgers. Beating the Rockies should be doable, theoretically. We'll see how it goes. Um, by the time we talk to you next, which should hopefully be... I guess we're probably only going to get the Giant, the two Giants games in. So, yeah. We'll oh, be, yeah, we'll by Wednesday. Soon. Thursday or Friday. Wednesday, well, Thursday, Friday, good, somewhere in there. We'll have, a, we'll have a good chance to talk about how the second iteration of the boycott exactly. goes. We'll definitely so, have something to talk about. We'll have feedback for you guys, for sure. But um, that is it. We will talk to you guys in a couple days, because this one's going up today or tonight, probably. This one's going up probably Sunday. And then we'll be back probably Thursday morning. So, and then we're going to be back on probably every Wednesday, Thursday. Um, there is, we're discussing a little bit, maybe trying to get a few more things going, but for now we're just going to be doing the once a week. Um, so, yeah, we will talk to you guys in a few days. And in the meantime, go A's. Go A's. Bye.